Hey, 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 it's your girl, Old Mill Brown, and I'm back to put it down on Out the Box with Old Mill Brown. And like I always do, we got a special topic for you. And before we even get any further into anything else, I want to introduce my intellectual correspondent, Dr. Andrea L. Moore. <laughs> We love, yes, I love your uh, introduction music that you do for yourself, the drums. We need you some walk. We gotta, we gotta get some, um, what's them things called? Some sound effects for you, some real ones. So you want to make your own, you know? Man, man, let me just tell y'all, that's not original. (laughs) I'm sure y'all heard that before from some of our favorites, but yes. I didn't even think about it announcing yourself with the horns, cousin. Hey, do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Blaze your own trail. You blaze, we blazing trails here. <laughs> we blazing trails, we trailblazers, which means this shit is hard. Hey, because it's never been done before, like how you do it. So, hey, it is what it is, you know? So what's been going on? How have you been? We are now in the month of June and yeah, it's, it's, hey, it's, it's starting to get real hot outside in so many different, on so many different levels. It's hot in the streets. The sun is hot. Everything is hot. (laughs) You know, the the gas prices are on fire. I mean, it's just a lot going on. It's a lot going on. This is a time where I'm trying to uh, catch up to my own life, you know, because it's just feeling so fast. Mm-hmm. The time is just like, it seems like since April, God hit the gas or something, you know, because already I feel like me and you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're already in mid year of 2022. Mid year. Yeah. Six months is all that's left until 2023. So we better step our game up. And so I've been trying to catch up to my own life. It's many blessings, you know, many, many blessings. And, um, you know, just trying to trying to be responsible with the blessings. Yes, yes. And yes. With transformation and healing, you know, we both are very close in, in helping each other and assisting each other and yes. having each other's back and growing yes. together, being accountable. You yes. know, you know, I'll be falling off. Hey, I'm human. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? But as long as you know that you're on that that road, um, yes. you know, you just get yourself right on back together because it's a continuous process. Absolutely. As my homie Morley, I always says, it's about the conscious thought and the awareness to want to do better and to put some energy towards that. And it's not about a perfect way or a certain way. It's just having that awareness. You've already put some energy there and then trying to follow up uh, with the practice of that. And we know that it is not easy. And we know what it feels like when you fall off. So we right there with you, cousin. But it's not a real fall off because it's just not in your head what your level of, you know, because you have such a high standard for yourself in that regard. But I'm sure you're doing, you know, way more than some people. Not even given the specifics of what that is, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because there's been so many blessings 
and so Absolutely. many great things that have occurred, you know, it's just hard, you know, finding balance and um, getting back in certain grooves of things after we've come off the the whole, we ain't even come off of it yet. You know, it's just <laughs> exactly. so many things that have been turned upside down. It's like the world has been turned upside down and we're trying to find our way, you know, to um, the world like, walk these new new you know roads um yes you know we always walk new roads but these roads is rocky you know <laughs> it, it, it's not the same it's not the same things have changed and so you know we we've lost loved ones you know people's lives have changed um there's so much warfare spiritual warfare going on in the world all these worlds wars going on yes. uh inflation recession they haven't said it they don't need to say it we know we in a recession you know um the poor is getting poorer you know the the super wealthy are getting more wealthy off of the backs of the poor so it's just real crazy to sit to see this happening around us um, but you know we're blessed and highly favored. We're we're not negatively impacted, you know, financially. We're just impacted, you know, as far as uh, things socially, and and how we we have been used to functioning prior to mm-hmm. the change that happened in you know 2020, and we're yeah. just it hasn't gotten any better. Um, as far as a world view, but definitely we have control over our personal lives, transforming, transitioning and growth. And I can definitely say, you know, you know, we are always about evolution that I have been able to continue to evolve even with all that's been happening and going on around us. Exactly, because N-O-T-W, we are not of this world. So the world over here whirling, you right, but you still evolving and doing your thing because the world gonna world, just like America gonna America. Yes, indeed. We gotta live our lives within that. We still have God's dream to live, you know, and and you're not falling off. You just stepped off the gas a little bit, but you know, you just continue to keep that energy there because when you're trying to do a lot of things like the boss woman you are you got to give yourself that room to breathe through that so you know yeah definitely you know hey back at you you know we're connected to so many different things and then we have to learn that hey we got to let certain stuff go come on say that again we have to let certain stuff go so we can evolve and flourish and put more into other things that are more important mm-hmm. and you know different things that God has brought into our lives you know because if you are going to allow God to use you you may change lanes come on that's what we over here that's what we okay. about. we have changed some lanes and it's been great it's been good it's been a blessing and so I have no complaints there mm-hmm. at all Yes, and it's interesting to see how, you know, we have to deal, you know, when you're growing and, and trying your best, right, to, to grow, you are faced with the old things that, you know, come to test to see, have you really mastered that level of the video game? And if so, what kind of a player on this level are you? 
I feel like, you know, it's been a lot of that going on this season as well, you know, um, and what we are, what we've been experiencing because there was that wave, that generational wave of everybody, if they chose, and even if they didn't want to see what 2020 vision <laughs> was showing them. It, what? Yes. And so oh, now yes. all those changes are living in application. And yes. that's the difficult part to be consistent with daily. But as long as that conscious effort is there to make the to make the decision to be that human, to be that spirit, to want that, that's all we can really control. For sure. You know, and it's definitely, you know, uh, it's always been a spiritual warfare because everything yep. happens in the yep. spiritual right. and then it manifests itself in the physical, in the flesh. And so um, it's, it's interesting to see not interesting, but we see it. We see it manifesting in front of us mm-hmm. because of the uh, our mental. We we have to be more in control of our mental health these days yeah. because they're playing so many games. You know, right. with, with the mental, with so much going on, with the brainwashing. That's the, that's the biggest piece, right there, cousin. Yeah, the brainwashing, the technology, mm-hmm. the um, the projecting, and and. Oh, really? and yeah, it's just a lot going on. So you really have to make sure you step outside of the box. Or and have you your own Correct. Because you will get caught up. Absolutely. And so we know people that have gotten caught up and, you know, and we've been targeted by, you know, uh, the parasites and to see us handle it way better than we would have, you know, about three years ago, you know. Clap it up, clap it okay. up, clap it up, clap it up. <laughs> I, I, I have to give myself and everybody else out there that is catching themselves from, you know, um, the attacks mm-hmm. um, because they're there. Yeah. You know, and, and realizing that, you know, we are all in the same, we're in the same world, but we are, are on different frequencies. Yeah, that's that, uh, that's that bait. Yeah. You know? The old bait will continue to be used as long as you, you know, fall for it. There's right. no to switch it up. You know, but it's just just to see so many people be surface and not uh, have depth, which is what Out the Box is all about. So we're always going to talk about having depth and seeing things are trying to have an understanding mm-hmm. and listening to different ways to view things um, outside of your own view because you can never put what you think on something if that's not what it is. Okay. You know, okay. If that's not the truth of it. Well, the truth is right subjective in these days, but I would say either it is or it isn't. Like India, mm-hmm. um, there are facts that still exist. Like fire right. Yes, <laughs> for sure. They're, right. There's no way of <clears throat> uh, trying to finagle around that, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, just, just tapping into, we've already talked about some of their current events. You know, the gas prices skyrocketing, um, supposedly because of the war on Ukraine. Um, we're all now witnessing that it seems like the gas is running out faster. Um, people have said, have you even smelled gas? Does it even smell like it? Mm. You know, is it being watered down? Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, are prices 
going higher. Um, you know, they're wanting people to go back in the office and work. And what's the gas for your state? Um, it's at five bucks. Okay, five dollars. Okay, this state is close to seven. Right, close to seven. It's always been a two dollar difference. Uh, California's always been extremely high uh, on everything, including a value meal. So, um, <laughs> well, I mean, that's real. That's that's real. Yeah, you know, I'm coming from a person that you know was born and raised there, and then you know have lived in a you know a few other states. Yeah, and um, you know they they always want Californians to pay for the sun. Pay for the water, pay for the beaches, pay for the mountains, pay for the scenery. We paying for the sun. That's what you're paying for. You know, but when you're living there, you ain't tripping because that's what you're used to. You know? Yeah. But now it's like, man, you know, you can really feel it. You can really, really, truly see it because everything is, um, you know, yeah, has been inflated. You know, the inflation. Oh, right. so inflation is everywhere. So, yeah, um, Texas may be cheaper than California, but there's still inflation. Everywhere. So inflation is happening everywhere. Everywhere. My mechanic today charged me at least $200 more for some work that I had to get done today than normal. His prices went crazy up. Yeah. You know, because there's people trying to get money back. Then it's harder to get parts, you know, because everybody is delayed. And so it's just so much going on, including the car dealerships. Because I took my car in and had a diagnostic a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Even with that, it was backed up as far as how many days it was going to take for them to get to wow. it. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, honey. So everything is, is, is delayed. <laughs> and it's the truth because then I went to my, my homies, my, my neighborhood homies, uh, to get the, the 411 from them and they was like yeah everything's backed up yeah you live in a big city apparently you know so um, we're all dealing with that I've had people that were getting houses built and it was taking them longer because of the materials so <clears throat> all the ships are all, city. yeah it's, everybody is, is is affected by what's going on around us absolutely um, but let's you know on to uh, funnier things that that's going on. Uh, P Valley started back up. Yes, <laughs> P Valley. Chuckalisa, uh, Mississippi or Chuckalusa, however you say it. I gotta um, catch up on season one. Don't hate yeah, me. Yeah, finished season one. It's uh, that's one of my faves. You know, um, I don't have stars. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we we have to get you the log in. So, um, you know, catching up on. I mean, I'm glad that's back. Uh, basketball wise, that's one of my reality shows that I okay. watch. Okay, okay, you you know this. You know, yes. some, of my, some of my other friends, we we talk about it. We've been, you know, we've been watching it for years. You know, we had I did take a break for a little while, and then you know, start binge watching it and okay. getting back caught up to where they were. You know, mm-hmm. I'm always a champion for my girls from Cali. Always going to be. Not that I don't like anybody else. Don't get it twisted. Right. You know, but I, I love to see, you know, their dialogue or, or certain things they say and do. Because it's a reminder of yes. home. Yes. You know? Yes. And so, you know, Brooke is back on. Okay. You know, she's always been a, a, a fan fave. Okay. You know what I mean? Malaysia's always going to be a fan fave. 
I don't care what nobody says. She's always going to be a fan fan. Yeah. Um, you know, they brought some of the other young ladies back, like mm-hmm. uh, Brandy and, and British and Angel Brinks, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, another young lady from Duffy, DJ Duffy. DJ and Duffy. so, you know, the first episode, I'm just going to be really quickly because I'm going to touch on something. Um, it's basically had been about uh, Malaysia and Brandy's uh, friendship. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and, it, and it has caused a lot of discussion everywhere amongst people, you know, online and the blogs, um, because it's, you know, it was, it is hurtful to see a friendship broken, yes. you know, that we, yes. that we liked on television and, and, and it was a real life friendship for them. And I could relate Yes, because I've been there in, mm-hmm. in a friendship where, it it's it's it broke and everybody is trying to champion for you two to be friends again. And then there's certain people that try to take sides. And so I never I don't like that side taking mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're not in the friendship. Right. You're not in that friendship. Really so it's, best, it's best to stay back. You really know, and, that. And, and love both of them. Right. Stay out of it. Right. Because there's always, it's always going to be deeper. Mm-hmm. Because always. If, if, you know, from, from five years to 15 years to 20 years, if y'all rolled and y'all was tight and y'all was inseparable. Right. You know, y'all, y'all was tight. Right. And so if <laughs> It's it's a it's a, a hurtful situation on both ends, you know. And, but does anything really take away the tightness? What do you mean? Like how you said y'all was tight, but it's like okay. But at the end of the day, we will, that part we probably will always be tight, even if we don't ever talk again. You know. Well, you ha- it, it, it comes with maturity. Yeah, and and I've had several friendships i'm i'm still like i have more than one best friend yeah you know and i say bestie but they really my sisters you know what i'm saying yeah we family we're family yes our family and so you know there's a yet it's it's less than family like me correct yes you've met a few of my best friends and they treat you like royalty like you know what i'm saying they've known you all of your life too yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. because i like to roll I, that's who i choose to roll with if, <laughs> if everybody ain't queen uh-uh-uh Uh-oh. i think Come you know on, what at this age i'm not dealing with no competitive no competition i'm not dealing with no jealousy i'm not dealing with you need to get all this damn attention. Nah, mm-hmm. because we're all grown and everybody has, you know, things that they deal with in life. And we better say it because we about that life when it comes to the kings as well, right? Correct. My cousin is definitely about that life when it comes to the kings as well. Right. You know, so you, you just got to be, you got to have a, a level of compassion and understanding for all parties. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't pick a side. Especially because there's times when each person was there for each other in the midnight hour and nobody else was there. And nobody can really ever 
it's the two people involved in the relationship. <laughs> Correct. And yeah. that's that, you know? And so when I saw that, yeah, it was relatable, but I, I wouldn't, I, I can't take a side because I didn't like when people took sides. With you. Correct. That's funny you said that. I felt like that too. Anybody <laughs> who takes sides is fake <laughs> because that means you didn't really love us. Either that means you didn't love me or you didn't really love the other person. So that means I question your authenticity. Oh, I don't like how I saw such and such move. In that in that moment, you didn't like how they moved, but you don't know why they moved like that. Because somebody else, the other friend, could have did something behind the scenes that nobody else saw, which right. caused this individual to move that way. Exactly. People don't think in depth. That's how that's how it go. Yeah, but you have to be willing to grow with each other if you're going to grow. Right. You're right. You're absolutely in a a friendship relationship, in your companion relationship. You know what I'm saying? In a family situation, you're good. You have to be willing to grow with the person. And that takes a level of understanding and accountability. It takes love. Correct. You know, because we all change and we we have things that we go through in life. That's always going to happen. Every person's always going to go through something. You know? Nobody, no, and, and nobody's issue trumps the next person's issue. That's you should true. have compassion, you know? So, um, if they weren't talking, they wouldn't, you know? And, and I, I get that, you know, cause I had, I had a, a, a sorority sister who mm-hmm. did not act how I would have acted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when my father passed away, a couple okay. of a okay. couple of them. And guess what? What? I don't talk to them. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not mad at them because okay. they probably never had to deal with someone in that type of situation. You know what I'm saying? But then on the flip side, when they lost a parent, mm-hmm. I immediately, because of course, somebody came and told me. I sent them a message, even though they might have did me a little boo-boo. Right, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, that message wasn't for us to get tight again. It was just to show, hey, because I know how it is, because mm-hmm. I've lost, you know, that's right. a loved one before. So right. I'm just right. sending you the condolences, and that's it. Right. Ain't no kicking in like we used to, because I have changed. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yes. You know, and so in it, not wishing, wishing everyone well. So there, there's no ill will yeah. on my end. You know, I've gotten over my, you know, um, distaste. You know, but okay. again, these people weren't besties. They weren't my besties. Okay, and you know? maybe that was part of what your purpose was. Unfortunately, is to help people understand what is sometimes needed you know what is needed during those times so like you had to live that by example for them to maybe you know once you did that then they remembered and thought twice you know it came back to them so then you demonstrated so maybe hopefully moving forward 
they understand that now. Yeah, for the next person that comes along or whatever, you know, because everybody is going through their own thing, you know, Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. happens to everyone, but, you know, I don't, nothing, I I don't see, you know, trumping and trying to say who's most important or whatever, no, life is life. Right. You know, so being mature enough to understand that and know that not a person on this earth can save you or can can carry your cross if it's too heavy and you shouldn't expect them to. Mm. You know it what I mean? It feels like that. No, you definitely shouldn't expect anybody to, but it does feel like people that you're close with that, well, it feels, it, maybe, you know, depends on what the nature of the relationship is, but I have been in relationships where you feel like like in a marriage, you're supposed to allegedly become one. So you feel that you carry the burdens or whatever issues your partner had, whatever issues you have or whatever experiences you've had, they carry, you know, because they know that's your weight, right? Right. So they carry that weight with you. But I don't know if, like you said, nobody should do that, right? Should they be doing that? Should they be doing that? But you learn with experience, you know, experience is the best teacher. Yeah. Because we try, you know, you, you may, you may have tried in your marriage and it still didn't work. You may try in your friendship to have that person's back and they have yours. And then, you know, then there's, then it's too much. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't, you can't save the next person. You might end up drowning yourself, you know, and it yeah. may, it may never be enough. Look, there's a level of codependency, right? There's Correct. a line that has to be there. Right. It's never enough. Mm-hmm. And then you get railroaded in the process. And right. we've been there. Absolutely. And so, but it took it took experience to know that. And it to, for us to even be here to say what we're saying, like, hey, don't take sides. Like, hey, uh-uh, I can't handle that. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody else gonna have to handle that. Absolutely. I, I, uh, there's there's a level to to ride or die. That doesn't mean I'm gonna die by riding with you. You know what I'm saying? My subscript is typing what you said. It's so funny. You may that. not want you know. Hey, you should. I don't want you to die. You know what I'm saying for me, Drea. You know if there's something that uh, is is the burden's too heavy. You know I wouldn't even want to place that on you. But we're so we're understanding enough at this age to know that yeah i'm gonna let you know what's going on but you assist me and then say hey that's a little too heavy but let's let's see what we can do you know what i'm saying how can we help this scenario you know what i'm saying not expecting you to be the person to resolve because you may not be right right so I think that that's where the level of this ride or die and this loyalty, and I think that's where loyalty could turn into slavery and turn into um, what's that uh, dysfunctional loyalty? Um, Man, I feel like we defaulted, got that. defaulted loyalty can can happen, and it may not start out like that, but it can turn into that. Absolutely, I've been there before. So I definitely feel like people weaponize loyalty. I definitely feel like my I, some of us have been bamboozled with the definition of loyalty and how it has been used once again through a sacred text 
uh, the Bible, even mm-hmm. if you talk about how the Bible, I'm sure it's in other sacred texts as well, but the Bible talks about, you know, there's nothing greater that a, that a friend can do than die for their home. Mm-hmm. And I remember growing up singing songs, you know, I ride for you, homie, I will die for you, homie, homie. You know, and really growing up in a society, you know, that's that's code. And then having to, you know, understand the whole ride or die. Like, it's always the girl that had to be the ride or die. Let's talk about that. It was always the woman. It was always <laughs> it was always us who would be like, oh, I'm a ride or die. But then when we saw what happened with the ride or die, she died. Right. Exactly. And it was like, what? No, it's no, no. That loyalty has an expiration date. And I really hate necessarily quoting Steve Harvey at times, but it does. And yeah. I have definitely come to learn that because you can't cast your pearls to swine. Bible again. But you also just you can you have to be kind. You can't be nice because this world that we live in, they take people who are kind and nice for granted. Correct. But there's a difference between being nice and being kind. Yes. A kind person can be kind and then they can kindly tell you the truth. Exactly. You know, and then certain people don't want that. You know, um, I, I love the, the straightforward, honest um, friend, you know, circle, table, network, because that's how I'm going to grow. Yes. You know, that's how exactly. we're going to grow. Right. Having hard conversations and, 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 you know, being able to be accountable and see ourselves, with, mm-hmm. you know, without all of the, the fighting and the, and the anger and the you know, um, lack of understanding and compassion. Yeah. Because you sure. show yourself when you do all that, that gang, that, that, yeah. that, that banging, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I call it banging, but you know what I'm saying? All that, all that, that, that hostility, you're showing yourself. Maybe you didn't drink enough water that day. You know, <laughs> so that means it's something else up, off up in there. You know what I'm saying? That you gotta handle up on. Maybe you didn't eat enough food that day. Maybe you didn't eat that day. At the end of the day, you need to be, you need to put cast all your cares on the Lord. All right. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? We can go and wrap that all the way up. Especially if you love, love the Lord. That's where you get it from. And you know, we we have other people that are we are all connected to. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so. With that that's a that's a huge thing to to see, and that's why I said, hey, people people should stay out of people's marriages, their uh, friendships, because you don't never know what happened behind the scenes. Yes, absolutely. And if you <clears throat> are really a friend, then you respect that absolutely, and don't and understand that's your role, that's your position. Yes. So you know um, that. And um, hey, heck, piggybacking off of that, uh, Shawnee and uh, Pastor Keon were married here recently. And that, that was a beautiful thing. You know, that shows growth. That shows um, how, I don't know how people expect people to be coupled up or how you meet your your mate or who or how what your mate looks like and who your mate is supposed to be. I believe that is in a great, it's a great example of, you know, a love story of two individuals 
coming from, you know, uh, different worlds at this time, because we don't know what uh, Shawnee's past was prior to television or prior to um, Shaquille O'Neal. I believe she came from a spiritual background. Was she Muslim? I I can't, don't get me to talking or saying the wrong thing, but I know she was definitely um, from a family that uh, practiced a certain religion. So, um, and and definitely connected to God, you know, it's all, it's only one God. Well, you know, Pastor Keon is my friend and to see him go through his period of life with being sorry, Pastor Keon, you know, shouldn't be necessarily talking about you to the world, but they know being married, then not married what that time period was like and the type of sermons he would deliver and how I just really resonated with his word during that Mm -hmm. time. And then to see him dating and then to see him engaged and then to see him, it's shiny O'Neal. And then they get married. It's like, I'm really excited for the homie, you know, to see him get, I feel like what he's dreamed of, you know, it, it looks like he's getting to live a dream, something that he's always wanted. She looks like she's getting to live something that she's always wanted and didn't know if she would ever get it. And so mm-hmm. to see that it is so inspiring. And I really, you know, I just love how people are supporting them on Sunday service. <clears throat> the church surprised them and had them walk out. Like as if you would meet Mr. and Mrs. for the first time. They had uh-huh. them do that at their church and they did not tell them. And so they were very thrown off, you know, that they had Shani was definitely like, well, y'all <laughs> on stage and like this is not they introduced her as the first lady for the very first time. And it was beautiful. And I was just like, come on, y'all. And again, like you said, two walks of life. And they're putting their love in a in a world that they know. They already know that there's some unfortunately bad energies out there that want to attack love because they're miserable. And mm-hmm. so to hear them speak, they had to speak on it. And they have to speak against it already. Because you know, like you said, it's the spiritual warfare. Right. And it's so crazy how people can you can hear these different stories in the Bible about how the woman was at the well and all the husbands that she had before wasn't her husband, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But now we're living things out in real life and people want to slander. And it's like, but but y'all say, glory to God and we love the Lord. Okay, but mm-hmm. everything that happened then is happening now. And Let me so, tell you, Shana was very she was very clear. She was like, and what I love about you, it was so cute. They said, I love you to each other in front of everybody. It is so cute. Because I understand how difficult it is if I don't, I do. Because he was married to another person at that church that they embraced, and that was family. And that's hard, you know, to go through those transitions and transformations. And they doing it in front of the world. Right. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my God. And she was like, what I love about you is you don't make me, I can be myself. I don't have to, I didn't, I didn't have to change who I was. Right. Right. And so, so you know what that means. it's a beautiful thing. And I think people should see that as, as a big example of, you know, this could be you, you know, um, maybe not a pastor and maybe not, you know, you be, uh, uh, a celeb, if that's what you, but, that's what you, <laughs> but, you know, your, your mate, your, your, the love of your life, may be in a, a whole different lane that you may not That's even right. you know right. have anticipated. Right. So we gotta be so not caught up in society of what society standards are, right. but you know what 
what reality is for us in our lives. Well, so, for him, he being a pastor, you know, he was getting all kind of judgment of right. what is appropriate and what is not. People being too much in their business. Yes. So, you know, if we can just see things outside the box, um, you know, and live outside of it. Because as you stated earlier, you know, we live in this world, but we're not of it. So mm-hmm. it's a very important to um, meet people, network with individuals and people in your intimate circle, or if that's how you roll, you know, um, how you choose your mate. I think that I know it's very important um, at this time. To that. (laughs) And so we're going to go ahead and roll into the topic. Let's do Um, it. We're just going to roll right into it. Okay. It's called Let's Talk About Sex in 2022. Yes. And talking about shiny Henderson and Pastor Keon, should I say First Lady Shani and Pastor Keon, is a great, you know, conversation piece because all the world is watching them and thinking about, you know, what they represented in the public eye and how those things align or do not align and really what is it about, right? How is it that two different people, because that's how people are telling this narrative that they're so different and, oh my God, they came together. We don't really know if they're different, but we are assuming, right? Like you said, we are assuming that they must be so different in terms of what their public images are. But what is it that really connects people? Mm-hmm. When you talk about what, let's talk about sex, I was really excited because I've recently learned about sacred sexuality and how it's beyond the Western way that we interpret sex, if you will, or feminine and masculine energies that even lead to the exchange of those energies with another person. Mm-hmm. And that is really what it seems like it comes to be about in relationship, not what the person has, not what they're doing necessarily, but are we connected in that way, this way that I'm gonna share with you, is that, it seems as if that has to be an ingredient in order for sustainability, no matter what and who the people are, Mm -hmm. right? And so there's immature energies in terms of feminine energy and masculine energy. And we're using those terms with the understanding that the Western world did not create them. And so although the Western world has a limited perception of what is feminine and masculine, and oftentimes people layer that on top of like um, binary or heterosexual understandings about sex, it's beyond that. This is not about um, sexual intercourse, at least this piece that I'm talking about right here. So we have immature feminine energies and immature masculine energies and for immature feminine which we all have you have masculine you have feminine i have masculine i have feminine but we tend to have more of the other right we tend mm-hmm. to, because that's just how our, our energies are made but immature feminine energy is fear stagnation it manipulates like it contracts Mm-hmm. It self-sacrifices, like in relationships with other people to put themselves out there. It's the victim. It, it's passive-aggressive. Immature masculine, it, that's if we're provoking or creating chaos or distorts the reality of what's going on, gaslighting, right? Uh, reacts, withdraws, right? React instead of respond. Withdraws, um, stays to yourself because you can't be with people because when you with people, ooh, 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 ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, fully slash tyrant, hyper aggressive, right? I'm just like, oof, because again, every person has 
both energies, at least. And let me just contextualize all of this and say this comes out of ancient African origins of spirituality. So there may be other indigenous cultures who think like this, but I learned this from ancient African spiritual practices, specifically um, out of Kemet. Okay. Let me move there first. Um, And then we have mature energies, mature feminine and mature masculine. But, you know, I don't know if you want to say anything about the immature energies before we move on to the mature ones. Well, no, I just wanted you to go ahead and, and, and you know, give us that that intellectual hyphy, okay. you know, um, okay. perspective on that. And then I was going to roll into something else, you know. Okay. So real quick, the mature feminine is if you're grounded, you have healthy boundaries, you're compassionate, as you were speaking about earlier. You have great energy, so people always want to be around you. Um, so you're magnetic in that way. Vibrates with energy, um, you know, wisdom. You are understanding that you are going through birth and beginnings and you're seeing that in your life. That's mature feminine. And again, every person has this feminine and masculine energy. And so if, if that is what you're just seeing in your life and you're experiencing, then those tend to be areas that you're more mature in. And then in terms of the mature feminine, and they really kind of also couch this in the context of receiving versus giving. Feminine energy is receiving, masculine is giving. And the mature masculine is you hold space, you provide safety, you witness without judgment, you respond instead of react, you know how to be still. You have knowledge and you understand death and the endings. But there's four kinds of sex as we move on. Nechem Ankh, sacred sexuality, reproduction, and that obviously is if you're having sex to have sex. Recreational is going to be connected to if you're just doing it, you know, just specifically to make fun or whatever you believe fun to be. And then mm-hmm. there's restorative if you're doing it because you understand creative energy and you understand how to use that energy in a way that can be healing to the body and then transformational. That's if you and your partner really understand the energy and know that when you all come together, you're creating. And I'm not saying making a baby. I'm saying that because of the way in which your energy is coming together outside of that moment, everything around you grows. Right. And in our world, we've been promotely only taught reproduction and recreational. And so when we talk about sex, to me, you have to be clear on what you want. You have to be clear on what that means to you. And I'm not really into respectability politics, but I am into energy. Got you. So, you know, that's deep, you know, and so I'm glad that you put it out there so people can actually break it down in those different levels and then they can play this back, you know, so they can take notes, write it down and be able to expound on that and what that really means because we live in a hypersexual world. Okay. Yes. It's always yes. been hypersexual, but now it's like over the top mm-hmm. hypersexual where relationships now, you know, it's like, okay, uh, it's okay to bang in the beginning. Like people not even holding back no more. It's like, mm-hmm. let's just get down mm-hmm. to the sex. Mm-hmm. Let's just get to the sex, mm-hmm. you know, and and not having no true connection. It's like, okay, I'm physically attracted to you. Let's bang. You know, I don't care who else you bang. You might have a dirty dick. You <laughs> might have a, you know, a loose Ooh. coochie. You know what I'm saying? Loose coochie. Like, like do people really care? And then that's where, you know, you get into the sexual transmitted diseases. You know what I'm saying? That's when you get into, um, why are you so hypersexual? 
Is it because you love sex? Like sex is a good thing. It mm-hmm. is a good thing. There's a lot of stuff that is mm-hmm. are good things and then they turn into bad things, you okay. know, because of the, the things that happen when you when you're doing it out of context and you're not being safe. You're not okay. being careful. You know, okay. when you're not yeah. thinking about you're just thinking about fulfilling your personal uh, desire, mm-hmm. but you're being reckless with it. Mm-hmm. And so then that's where you get diseases. That's mm-hmm. where you're getting, you know, people getting pregnant and, mm-hmm. and you know, just all willy nilly or, or people are being raped. You know, that's the sex is, is like I said, we're living in a hypersexual Yes, world yes. environment. Yeah. And so the way someone else thinks they may feel like you should feel the same way. And it's like, no, you know, some people they enjoy it, but they want to enjoy it with one person. Right. You know, so they can have a true intimate connection because you want to be able to be open and do what you want. You know, you guys please each other. You talk about it because sometimes everybody doesn't like the same things. Exactly. You know, some people may like oral sex, some people may not. And Some so people may like, like I know what partners. To do. Right. I know what to do to you. How do you know? Why don't you ask? You know what I like. You know, as long as it's in, you know, a, a, a moral compass, that doesn't mean it's gonna be boring. That just may mean that, you know, you may wanna use some type of uh contraption and I might be like, No, I'm not with the contraptions. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that uh the sexual part is still not going to be great, you know, because women, you know, I'm just going to just use, throw this out there. Cause you know, I'm saying all this really quickly because I don't want to take all day. Cause we can talk for days on this. I said, but women are like, we're like the, we are like a, a electric outlet. Mm-hmm. And then are the plug that you mm-hmm. plug into the outlet. And then the electricity happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the light, comes on or the machine comes on you know what i'm saying that is how we are made up i understand that you know and so uh as far as a man a man is concerned if you want the best out of the woman you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you better be plugging it right Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) is that true yeah you know and, and and everybody has different points of, of, of what they like. You know, they have different G spots or whatever, you know, God made sex for a good reason. It's, it's other people that have made, you know, just like everything else. They abuse sex. You, they abuse alcohol. We abuse food. We abuse so many things, right? But there is a context of it that is, is magical, you know, and it's meant for good, you know, and, and even with, like you said, there's reproduction, there's the reproduction part of it. There's the, the connection. And then we, we haven't even gotten into soul ties that happen and the energy and all that, that happens when you get with so many multiple partners, even if you have one, it's like, if you're married, you, you are connecting with that person's soul. Right. Okay. And so however they are, there's going to be some, some remnants of them on you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So when you go into having multiple partners, what do you think is happening? And if you're not purging that off. So, you know, we've seen, um, we've heard different dialogue. Uh, we've seen different demonstrations. We've seen different pictures of this uh, where you'll see a woman 
and you'll see all these different bodies, these different men, and they're just going in and out of her. It'll show them walking through her heart. Wow. And it's like she's numb. She's not, you know what I'm saying? It's just a constant of all of these men, right? Wow. Or you'll see these two people laying together. You'll see a woman and a snake or a man and a snake, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are creating an attachment with that person. I don't care what you say. You are. All right. Whoever you lay down with, you're creating an attachment with them. I don't care if you feel like you're hitting it and quitting it. All right. So you're hitting and quitting with five different people. You, if you're not purging those people off, you're carrying those individuals. Mm-hmm. And then whoever you're dealing with and whoever that other person is dealing with, you are mixing that together. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, you know, um, all diseases may not come from somebody else. It may come because of your pH balance mm-hmm. and that that person interacting to, with that individual causes you to have a, an issue. And I just don't think we talk about that yeah yeah infection yeah for sure people definitely need to have more conversation about that because i don't i also believe that like you said sex is natural it's beautiful people have sex i think there's more beauty in it you know than it's on television or whatever and the music and the radio people have taken god out of it but really that is the main way, like, it's super connected to God. Like, you're literally in tapping into the energy of God. Mm-hmm. And people don't necessarily articulate that or know that, but they feel something powerful, which is why people like it so much. And right. that change of energy that you're talking about is, is, is supposed to be sacred. <laughs> and it's not supposed to be anything other than sacred, but we live in different societies over time where that the sacredness of that has been um, in some ways completely removed, but it's still there because like you said, the sacred part is going to be, the energy is still attached to each other. You can't take the sacred out of it. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's still there. You can't take it out. Yeah. There, you know, people may move in a way where, you know, Hey, I'm just knocking people down or whatever. All right. And they're, 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 they're feeling something, within themselves but they're also empty so it's like you're not understanding you're empty and you're thinking that you're fulfilling you're using this to fulfill but you're yeah. really not getting what it is that you really that you're really searching for right you know so i know it, it's people use sex as a weapon sometimes women use sex as a weapon you know, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a put it on this guy. I'm going to put it on this mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And he's going to want me. And he's going to be with me. Yeah, he is. But then eventually it's going to wear off because you use it as a weapon. There's really that the true connection that you're seeking with him. You're not getting that. You know, it's only that that sexual attachment. So that's all he's going to truly remember about you. Or he's going to eventually realize you got me with that. You know what I mean? mean? Yeah. If, if he's, if he's, you know, if he's narrow-minded, <laughs> I suppose. I mean, we've been having this conversation in the scope of just like heterosexual folks. So I know there's more than that, just listening. 
And so that is the lens that we're coming out of because that's the lens that we have experience in. But at the same time, no matter what, there is an energy that is exchanged, that it's a sacred energy. It's supposed to be all connected to God. And that has been removed. And uh, women have been demonized in our society for having, for being promiscuous in ways that men have not. So I definitely do not get down with that at all. I definitely believe women should be able to do what they want to do. But at the same time, yes, I'm being honest. Like you said, we still got to be cautious. We got to be safe. We got to be smart. We got to understand what we're dealing with. So as much as it's about sexual liberation, hopefully all those folks are being, you know, the folks who, who live like that, understand and value the importance of safety as well. Right. But you just have to know the difference between the two uh-huh. because mm-hmm. I'm not demonizing women. Yeah. No, women. not you, but the world yeah. we live right. in does. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's so surface and yeah. they lack depth. So they don't go into the separation. It's all a generalization. Mm-hmm. And they're going to generalize from a negative perspective. They're not mm-hmm. going to generalize from the positive perspective. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? And just like, you know, hey, just, just being speaking in general. They say like, okay, like what a, a broke man, say a man that has nothing to offer you, but, you know, the dingling and he's putting it down good. Bubblegum. Right. He ain't giving you nothing else. You know, that's just like the woman that is, okay, she's putting it down, you know, on the guy to keep him around. But we all know nothing's going to keep a man or nothing's going to keep a woman. You know, money ain't going to keep her. You know, money ain't going to keep him. Sex ain't going to keep mm-hmm. him. You being beautiful, not going to keep him. We all know these things from keep them honest, gender. keep them loyal because they might keep them. <laughs> They still may cheat on you, you know? So that is not what is is the determining factor. You know what I'm saying? Of you um, keeping a person from cheating on you or, uh, you know, continuing to love you or like you or want to be with you. Right. So, you know, um, sex in in 2022 I, I i just think it's very different because to me right. Right. it's it's very um you know we're we're in a hyper you know yes. sexual world and not that i don't yes i think sex is an amazing thing making love is an amazing thing but to be out here just all willy-nilly with it no, that's not no. the look. And, look and that's not us and that's not I feel you on that too because you know maybe because of my age but I'm just saying like I, I definitely agree with having fun having great fun but you have to be so careful you know there are certain things that are going to be put in place when you have a certain kind of fun and unfortunately sometimes having that kind of fun leads to reckless decisions Right. And those and those reckless decisions could lead to a, a, a moment or a night that you can't get back. And right. because society doesn't put that in our face the way they put the fun and the excitement and the carefree and the casual piece in our face, it is important that we bring this up. It is important that we remind people how it shouldn't be the focal point of a, of a romantic relationship. Right. You're saying something that nobody else wants to hear. That's why you always come with the out of the box perspective. It comes from a very conservative lens. Some people will say that. But at the same time, if you've lived long enough to experience both sides, being with a lot of people at once and being single at once, then you're to peep what your body was feeling like, what your life was looking like, what we're dealing with, what comes along with that. And so then we, you should be able to respect the fact that 
there's a point where no matter what your lifestyle is, your safety should be number one. Right. And your value is not connected to whether you have sex or not. But unfortunately, we live in a society where people are small minded like that. Right. You know, because a person will say, well, what's going on? You know, or who are you talking to? Or do you, are you dating? You know, they will ask not just me that, but just different individuals yes. that choose not to be hoeing around, like openly hoeing around, showing everybody, you know, you, you got this dude here, this dude then, this dude here. Like, so you're trying to say that that's the right way to do it? You know what I'm saying? When there's no success rate? In your example, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I don't know. You know I, I don't know. Like, We've been saying that, for a long time the side pieces is winning. I'm not talking about side pieces. I'm talking about people that have the nerve to question others based off of what they do. But you don't have a track record of successful relationships. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have a track record of successful relationships, and in your mind, in your small mind, it looks like you somebody got to show you they got a new dude every six months like you do. You know what I'm saying? Or every year or every two years. Why are you questioning another person who this doesn't choose to go your route as if something's wrong with them? Okay, yeah, because I'm lost all the way. But you okay. shouldn't be lost because that's what people do. You know, it's like they put on the woman like, well, how come this person is not, doesn't have any kids or how come they're not? Oh, married? absolutely. Yes, yes. You know? Yes. It's, sometimes it's people that are baby mamas, you know what I'm saying? And then been married more than once. And it's like, why are you talking? Because you are not showing the example yeah, of that person. other people all the yeah. time. Like people will probably say this is a conversation that we're judging folks. We're judging them if they have sex. We're judging them if they're not safe. No, we're judging we're, them if they're blah, blah, blah. We're not judging. We're, we're having a discussion that's out the box that's overall. Yeah. You know, what I mean? still, they still may take it like that. We, we can't because control it. They have a small <laughs> mind and they're only wanting to focus on something that's negative to, to push a narrative. But if they listen to the whole podcast, right, they would not feel that way. But you got to You can't have a small mind listening to out the box. You have to have a, a, a out the box mindset, mm-hmm. you know, or you, you're going to be offended. Yes. You know, so just like we had the young lady, I forgot to say that, uh, Chanel Jasmine Clark on, on the last podcast Mm -hmm. and her experience is not our experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But there may be some things, wait, 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 wait. There may be some things that are relatable. Yeah. But my parents was, weren't like her parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? Neither were yours. So there could be some relatable things, but everything is not, everybody don't have the same situation. It's situational. Mm-hmm. But there may have been people that have been like, oh, um, she's talking about her family. No, I'm not because my family did not have the same dynamics as that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. my family is still has some dysfunction just like everybody else's. Right. You know, I had no idea what Chanel was going to say because she was speaking from personal experience, you know, her book and different women she's counseled. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And coached. Mm 
Mm-hmm. I had no idea what she was going to say. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff she was saying did match some of the things I, I had seen. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So you have to have all to say, you got to think outside the box. That's what outside the box is about. Yes. We're going to bring stuff outside the box to spark your brain because everything is so surface. Yes. So you need to dig deeper and think deeper. So everything we talk about is on a level for you to think deeper on. Okay. So sex, like we've said, was created to be a beautiful thing. Right? Mm-hmm. And just like so many other things in the world that we do too much of and, and go all the way left and take it out of context. Sex is in that as well. Yes. Yes. One thousand percent. So sex is, is 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 the topic and you know, yes, we are women of God. Yes, I am. I am not holier than thou. That that doesn't mean I'm holier than thou. That doesn't mean that I haven't had certain experiences mm-hmm. in life. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I'm not gonna cuss. That doesn't mean that I'm not gonna drink. You know? That doesn't mean that I'm not gonna have sex. Come on. It means that I am aware of my worth, who I am, and trying to understand this thing called life to mm-hmm. feel my purpose mm-hmm. and all the what that encompasses. Because for me as an individual, it's not one thing. Right. You know? Yes. For you, I know you personally, it's not one thing. You are in many lanes. And so life consists of many different things. Yes. That we are trying to understand and break down in the best context that we can. Right. right? Because we want understanding. We don't want to be controlled by what society says. Right. I'm like, if, if you, if you down to commune with the God in them and you want the God in them to be in the God in you, then go ahead and have sex. But if you like, uh-uh, I ain't trying to do that, then you might think twice about wanting right. to be with that person. <laughs> Correct. Like, why you want to have a baby by this dude? You know what I'm saying? Why you want to lay down with this dude? Like they said, they always, that's one of the sayings they say, hey, make sure whoever you lay down with is somebody that you will be willing to have a child with. I've heard that before. That's yeah, what I'm saying. <clears throat> because the risk that you take when you put your body out there like that, if you are someone who can have children, and then the other piece is that I've heard someone say, because that's longer than marriage, it could be a lifetime sentence. It, it is a lifetime sentence because yeah. a marriage can end. But your children, that's a lifetime. So really, really, we should be extremely choosy with who we lay down with and who we have a baby with. And some of us are not taught about that. And some of us are not taught about mate selection or not until later in the game do we even learn about these things. And so, like you said earlier, we need to have more of these conversations Mm -hmm. because everyone thinks about them from a different place. Everyone received messages that maybe they interpreted in a certain way. And now it's time to maybe reinterpret those messages, but everybody needs in conversations that we need to have more of. For sure. And that's what we have to get into just communication, communication. And, and with your sex life, I am an advocate of, Hey, communicate, communicate. 
Yes. Sacred sexuality says you must ask, may I enter? And the person must give you permission. Because if you can't ask with your mouth, but you want to enter with your body, that's you want to disconnect. Ooh. That was powerful right there. But again, we want to be surface. We want this um, mental, you should know that's what it is. You know, there's all these other (laughs) things out there that has come about. And I guess we supposed to all be on that, but we not because we're all on different frequencies. So that's why we should communicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because people be distracted. Yeah. Distracted. And whipped. Yep. And and leading with that. And it should be a part of your, you know, your being. But I'm leading with it. Mm-hmm. Now, so we're going deeper, you all. We're about to hang up. But, you know, the flesh, mastering the flesh is one of the most difficultest principles to master during this journey. The master of the flesh, whether that be for food, drink, for people, whatever. <laughs> Anything that's flesh. It is. Yes. It is. It flesh is. is a beast. <laughs> it definitely is a beast. And we're all fighting it. You know, we're nobody is exempt. From no. fighting the flesh, and no. and, and um, some okay. people live in in church temples forever just because the the fight is so hard. So, yeah. guess what? That's why the church the church church should be in you. Come on, you know. Come on, and so you can fight whatever those things are that are are powerful um, temptations of flesh within yourself. You know, because you don't want to destroy you. Right. And we have to teach our young folks about flesh and how it will try and take over you. And you have to, you know, discipline your flesh because it's where choices matter. You have to make, be able to make the right choice. We have, like you said, we have to have this conversation. We have to have this conversation earlier because the flesh first is with kids and candy and sweets and things like that. So that's the conversation with flesh starts. Because again, these things aren't connected to sex. That's right. not the root of them. Not sexual right. intercourse. Right. Yes. But you know, we come from generational things, you know. You, yes. you may come from a super sexual family. Absolutely. You know, and it just get, you get passed around. Yeah, for sure. You know, so you have to want to know, you know, get deep. Go deep. Yeah. Or you don't want to because you come from a family like that. And so you're right. like, yeah, it's enough. Yes. You're perpetuating things that may continuously lead to a dead end. You know, you got to see that. Yeah, that's the piece. Well, it has been great chopping it up on this topic of let's talk about sex in 2022. There's been some great um, gems dropped, some facts, some truth, some fun some some things that we can all relate to go back and learn from and um, that's what it's all about here on out the box you know sparking your brain to think outside of what society is trying to train you to be and think of this divisiveness of this craziness of this um not valuing you know us not valuing each other men not valuing women women not valuing men you know this 
uh, it's it's almost could be like seen women as not valuing women, men not valuing women, men, men. right? At all, you know, and it's just a perpetuation of that in everything on on television and music. It's just all the way around in, in relationships because the dating game in 2022 has definitely changed. You mm-hmm. know, as we've gotten older, because the lack of respect and the lack of worth and the lack of, of seeing the beauty in being with someone if that's what you want to do if you want to be single be single it's all good you that's know right. but if you desire truly to be in a relationship get over yourself and do the things and become the person that you want to be and what you want to see in someone else and you will commit there was a bomb dropped yeah you will connect that's that you going you going and yeah we we some of us do go through a certain certain some frogs sometimes and frogettes until you get to who you supposed to be with that's a part of life sometimes so just knowing that learning from your experience and growing and and having the opportunity to to love again you can you don't have to stay stay, stay trapped in in the mindset or carry on the dead weight or the negativity or the poison or the parasites the parasitical shit of that's your right. previous that's right bad relationships that's right that's right and pastor keon and shiny henderson we are celebrating with y'all yes to black love yes to love again yes to yes. love again and again and saying we don't care what nobody say we yes. found love Shout out to the black love, the people yeah. out there being examples and being able to, to make it through and push through mm-hmm. and, and and want that and, and see the beauty in it. It's yes. amazing. Yes, yes, it is. Right. So thank you, Dr. Andrea L. Moy, Mrs. Intellectual Hyphy herself. <laughs> yes. Richmond's finest baby. <laughs> Y'all don't know it. Give it up to the west side. The best side. Okay. I still rep Dallas, you know, oh, for yeah. life. Come on. We repping Texas and we repping Louisiana and we repping the West Coast and we repping for our sisters, our women, and our brothers, everybody. But ain't okay. nothing like the gay area. Yeah, oh. area. We was getting hyped yes we'll have to come back on the next podcast and uh, talk about that but um until next time peace peace love and soul